lose it, log on. I'm long gone, like the door that's long in the wind. Friend, pretend that this life is but a dream, then reality sinks in. The fantasy begins and it never ends. We like to role play, throw on some cold play. Go get some drugs and alcohol, fuck up our whole day. Now we're trapped in the matrix. Yo. It's me, back again with another podcast. Uh, Sky Talk Podcast, where we talk about random, dumb shit. Sometimes important shit. Sometimes, uh, most times, not important. But we talk about it anyway. Um, It's me again this week. Uh, Solo, um, Robbie is back from his honeymoon uh but i'm gonna give him the week to settle in back to his normal routine as normal as uh it can be now that you know things have changed a little bit um but give him a week to settle into his uh uh new routine being back and having things uh uh you know uh working around everybody's schedule in the, in the family. Uh, so hopefully we can figure out the best time to record together and, and get it, get that back rocking. Um, but welcome. Uh, we got some, some topics that I think, uh, are important or, you know, at least interesting and, uh, some that are just dumb, just really, really dumb. So, uh, sit back and enjoy the ride and, uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, first thing, uh, first thing was, uh, a Disney star died or, you know, this past week, uh, uh, he was on the descendants, uh, the freckle face guy. And again, you know, if, if this, this is your first time listening I have no information. I, I don't do too much research. Matter of fact, I didn't even do do enough research to uh, find the guy's name. But since I'm sitting at my computer, let me um, let me at least give him that respect to find his name. Um, but anyway, uh, the young man died. Uh, uh, from what they're saying is uh, ep- epilepsy. Uh, yeah, I guess he suffered with it from uh, for a long time, and uh, something I don't know just went wrong, and he just died. I, I don't know, uh, but they are saying it was natural causes. It wasn't, um, you know, what you may think. It wasn't like drug use or uh foul play and murder and nothing like that it was just natural causes you know something he was dealing with with his health forever and uh the disease got the best of him but uh his name is cameron boyce um and uh i i saw that they are pushing back the premiere of the show he was on the descendants um because of you know respect for his family and and uh, and all that good stuff, so I don't know how long that's going to be pushed back. But if you're a fan of that show, just know that it's going to be delayed a wee bit. Um, yeah. So uh, condolences to his his family and loved ones and everybody that um 
know, loved him and and cared for him. Uh, uh, but speaking of Disney, to switch gears, I want to get on something that, um, you know, really pisses me off and kind of had the world in a, in a whirlwind. Uh, I'm sure all of you seen and participated uh, in the discussion in your own special way. As a matter of fact, there was memes going around of a whole bunch of stuff. But to get into uh, what I'm talking about, Disney uh, just released uh, the information about the the cast member that they are going to uh, cast in the live action adaptation of The Little Mermaid. Uh, you know, Disney has been on the live action train lately. Uh, you know, me and Robbie spoke about it before and, and I said, you know, I'm kind of over the live, the, the live action thing, you know, it's just kind of, it doesn't really do it for me, uh, because if you're not adding something to the story, if you're not, you know, giving me something different. You're basically selling me something that you've already sold me once. And most of the time, the live action version isn't anywhere near as good as um, the animated. So, um, but Disney's next uh, opportunity or swing at it is going to be The Little Mermaid. Uh, They already did. Mulan, which should be coming out soon. Uh, as of this recording, next week, I believe Lion King comes out. Uh, Dumbo, they did. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, obviously. Um, and I was thinking about it. This live action thing has been going on for a long time. They did the Dalmatians, the 101 Dalmatians, back in the 90s or, or early early 2000 i can't remember the release date on that but they've been doing this for a while now and i think they need to just let it go and and give that up but um anyway the newest take on live action is going to be little mermaid and it just so happens that um the mermaid or the person that they chose to be ariel the lead mermaid in the story um is a uh uh what's her last name oh Haley bailey uh a young lady by the name of Haley bailey uh apparently she's signed by beyonce uh her and her sister are a group they have amazing voices i've seen them you know in the past they are uh phenomenal for lack of a better word they are uh pretty incredible to be as young as they are, they have amazing voices and they're signed to her or in some way, uh, uh, involved with Beyonce, but Disney chose one of the girls, Haley to be Ariel in the live action adaptation of the little mermaid. And, uh, let's just say white America, not all white America, but a, a percentage, which I don't know specifically, but a percentage of white America was not here for that type of news, was not uh, very 
enthusiastic or excited about the fact that a character that they knew and um, related to being white was now uh, being cast as a black person. And they voiced their opinion very loudly on social media, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, all that good stuff. And um, in typical fashion, uh, you know, Black America kind of went out on the on the ledge and came to her defense. And rightfully so. You know, I think at this point, 2019, I would say... Anywhere between 80 and 90% of all roles should be up to interpretation. Um, there are, you know, that 10 to 20% of the time where I believe that accurate historical, um, I guess, references should be uh, maintained. Uh, but most things, if, if it's in the acting setting, I believe are, you know, can be up to interpretation. With that being said, white America is tripping. Um, white America has been doing race bending for ever. I mean, uh, was that gods of Egypt, all white cast. You know, except for Chadwick Boseman, he was one of the guards. That was it. Um, we talking about African gods, Ramses, and and all that good shit. African gods from Egypt were played by all white people. Um, Horus and and all that good shit. Uh, so white America has been doing this forever. You know, let's. Let's not act like this is uh, brand new. Like, it's just black people that do that. And it's not right now, all of a sudden. Um, so, yeah. In one sense, I'm I'm all for, um, you know, people of color getting these opportunities to play these different characters and how we should celebrate that. But... Uh, I posted on Twitter uh, earlier this week, or maybe it was at the end of last week, about it. And I said uh, something to the effect that the story of the Little Mermaid is a story that um, I don't really find value in, especially... If you're going to cast a black woman in that role or in a role in a Disney film that is typically designed for a white person, I would prefer that it not be a role like this one. And here's my reason why. Um, not because mermaids are white, because who the fuck knows what mermaids are, what race they are. Uh, first of all, it's a fucking mermaid. It's not real. Um, and if it were real, how the fuck would we know what race a goddamn mermaid is? You know, they might all be white. They might all be black. They may be all different races, just like 
everything above the surface if they were real but they're not so why the fuck does it matter um that's that's one thing but to the main point this role i don't necessarily uh value this role for a black woman because if you really look at the story of little mermaid it is a story about a girl or yeah a girl wanting to go and be a part of a world that you know on paper she has no business being a part of okay now if you can see the correlations between race um you know historical race dynamics in this country that that shit you know can paint the picture enough for you but it goes beyond that and it's uh it takes a woman who is you know she's she comes from a royal background she you know has value and esteem and all these things in her own right but she wants to be a part of this world so badly that she ultimately gives up her power and her power is her voice and why does she give it up not necessarily just because she wants to join a world but she wants a man in that world so in a time of woman empowerment and all that good shit that's going on right now you want to send the messaging out into the world you know via this disney story that in order to get what you want woman you have to give up your voice meaning you have to lose part of yourself that makes you yourself and you have to give that up in order to be with this man and that's that's not the messaging i want a black woman uh to portray um i don't feel like black women should give up their voices they've spent a long time uh trying to gain their voices trying to you know define their voices and be heard and now hollywood is asking for black women to give up their voices in order to get what they want and uh i mean we gotta it may seem like it's a stretch and it's a reach and all that stuff but you really got to sit and think about the messaging that you are consuming especially from these places that seem uh really innocent and harmless disney is a master of subliminal messaging you remember back you know i think it's probably between 2005 to 10 maybe even pushing up like 2012 there was this whole big thing about subliminal messaging that everybody was on well disney is the master of subliminal messaging they have been doing that forever um you you really got to go back and look at this stuff you know 
even going back to the um to the original Little Mermaid uh, on the cover, you know, somebody discovered that there's a penis drawn into the castle that you know on the cover of the the um the the video. You know, um there was that whole conspiracy that in the Lion King, uh when Simba fell on that bed of uh flowers and the pollen went in the air, it spelled out the word sex. And that subliminal messaging got into our minds that made us more uh quote unquote, you know, sexually active and sexually um aware and trying to get out there and get busy at an earlier age. Um uh, you know, getting into the conspiracy thing, that's, I don't know if that's true, but it's been said, and I don't want to just dismiss it as if it just, it's nothing. So, I take, uh, I, I just take a, a beat and look at the messaging that is trying to be portrayed out in the world. Um, yeah, that, that's not a story that I would want a black woman to play, uh, just for me, me and me alone. Um, and you know, I said in my Twitter post that we don't know who the prince is supposed to be now, would I be okay with, um, with a black Ariel? giving up her voice for a black prince that she's trying to to get his attention uh probably not but i would be even more uh adverse to a black princess giving up her voice for a white man for a white prince or whatever um and i'm not racist i'm not uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not prejudiced. We all have our prejudices, but I'm, I'm a lot more open than I would say the average person. Um, but in, in a situation like that, I would not want that to be the case for the black princess to give up her, her black voice for the white prince to be accepted in their world. You know, that's just not a good look. That to me, again, is another layer of the subliminal messaging that's going along with in these Disney movies. So, you know, everybody's all upset about the fact that white people have been tripping on the fact that they don't want a black mermaid, period. Um, I'm took it a step further and looked deeper and say, um, I don't want uh, my black princess to to give up her power to a white prince, and I'm I'm kind of on board with them switching Ariel up. You know, they can find somebody else. They can give that to Ariana Grande for all I care. You know, I don't really fuck with her anyway. Um, give that to Ariana, and then. Give us somebody else. Um, I don't know. But, you know, the girl's deserving. Obviously, they saw something in her. They 
um, believed in her enough. So I don't want to um, make make it seem like, you know, she should not do it because of my views. If she finds value in it, fine. You know, I, I support it in that sense. But mm, I don't know. It's one of those tricky things where I'm just not really... I'm not certain on where I sit on this thing, but I do want to be, you know, cognizant of, of all the little aspects that are at play here. Um, and I don't think most people are, I think they just mad at the fact that they feel like white people telling them that they can't do something. Um, and I'm kind of the belief that I'm happy that they kind of brought that to our attention. If, this is the story that they want to, you know, get all in the, uh, get their panties up in a bunch of a, a woman that gives up her power for a man to be in, involved in a world that she's really not a part of. Let the white people do that. Yeah. Let the white people do that and make the prince black. Make the prince black and have the white chick do that to come with the black people. That's cool. That, that I support. <laughs> I'll be on board for that. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, tell me how you guys feel about that. Um, you know, post it in the comments uh, of this video. Or uh, if you use the um, Anchor app, you can send me actually voice notes uh, directly to the episode. And uh, I can, you know, hear your response and. I can actually include it into the next episode as far as I, I believe that that's uh, how that works. But anyway, um, let me just switch gears here uh, to something a little more just uh, nonsense. Um, what is something that you as an adult now hate that you loved as a kid? Um yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because uh, as a kid, I really loved cereal. Like, I could eat cereal for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and every snack in between. Um, cereal was kind of my shit. And um, the older I get, the more, uh, the less and less I like cereal. Um, I, I still like cereal, but I don't love it that much. And the cereals that I did like as a child, I can't really stand anymore. Um, you know, I always loved Raisin Bran. I was one of those weird kids that kind of liked Raisin Bran. And even to this day, that's probably my favorite cereal because um, it's not too sweet. It got the raisins, you know, with a you get a fresh pop of sweetness and and um, fruitiness or, or, or whatever. Uh, so, you know, I still love Raisin Bran. Um, I like Frosted Mini Wheats. Um, but the cereal that I mostly like is like those, uh, high in fiber type of cereals that, that get you, get the bowels going. You know what I mean? I'm got an old man stomach over here. Um, but all that sugary shit, ah, man, I can't stand that shit no more. And I was thinking about this the other day because... I saw a commercial for Lucky Charms, and I guess they're putting um, a unicorn in there now. And uh, 
Yeah, I was just thinking about it. Um, hold on, Lucky Charms, Marshmallows. I was just thinking about it. And there used to only be a handful of marshmallows and Lucky Charms. It was Heart Stars, Horseshoes, Clovers, and Blue Moons. That was it. But now, it's like a bazillion marshmallows and Lucky Charms. It's damn near... Uh, one to one, like fifty percent marshmallows to cereal. They got hella marshmallows in there, man. And I don't understand why ain't nobody, you know, telling them to chill the fuck out uh, when it comes to Lucky Charms. Like it's too goddamn much marshmallows, man. Doesn't like I don't even know if you can call this cereal anymore. There, there has to be like a ratio of, uh, you know, this uh, sugary shit to to grain in your cereal in order for it to be legitimately called cereal. Uh yeah, so shit like Lucky Charms and and oh my god, I can't stand no frosted flakes. Captain Crunch, I can't eat none of that shit. Uh all of that shit just makes my stomach hurt. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I might be able to eat a bowl of it. Um what's that? Uh uh Golden grams, one or two bowls of that, and that's it, man. But outside of, ugh, outside of that, I eat Cheerios. I eat Honey Nut Cheerios all the time. Uh, my Raisin Bran and my Frosted Mini Wheats. I, you know, when you get older, I guess your taste buds just become boring as fuck. And it's sad to think because um, when I was a kid, I used to twax that. That sugary shit, man. That shit's crazy. Um, <laughs> I remember one time my mom got those um, Oreo O's. And this is when they like first came out. It was like the first month they hit the store. We had got a, a couple boxes. And me and my brother twaxed uh, one whole box in a sitting between the two of us. It was like, but back then the box was hella small. It was like... Two bowls each, and that box was done. But we fucking had two bowls each that morning before anybody else had an opportunity to even get to it. And they were pissed. They was hot. And that was our shit. You know, some Oreos. Nigga, I, I love me some motherfucking Oreos. Uh, or some Oreos, period. Um, but now I wouldn't even think to even touch that crap. Um but yeah, tell me like something that you guys used to love as a child. And it don't got to be cereal, but something that you used to love as a child that as an adult, you can't stand that shit. Um, another thing for me is like I used to really, really love McDonald's. And then I went through uh, just this huge aversion to McDonald's. Like I couldn't even stand the smell of McDonald's for, I don't know, probably like. 10 or 12 years and um then like i would tip my toe back in it and i would get like a breakfast sandwich and you know i would feel kind of okay and then i would have another one like maybe once a year and then i would have a burger once a year and now i can eat it you know a few times a year and be okay but for a long time McDonald's like I loved it 
and then I fucking hated it, and now I, I'm okay with it now. Um, but yeah, I want to hear about what you guys uh, like uh, or don't like anymore. Um, uh, what's next? Oh, I saw this story the other day, and um, it just made me question everything and made me really feel like these people that are running governments in the world and all that stuff, they are really legit trying to kill us. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's fighting against it. Um, maybe we should get the people who are signing petitions to bum rush Area 51. Maybe we should get them on it. But I saw this story the other day about uh, scientists wanting to dump poison on an island off the shore of uh, San Francisco to quote-unquote help other species and marine animals and reptiles um apparently the uh the island is like overrun with rats and they're eating uh so much of the food that it's causing uh native birds and uh reptiles and and um other things um like marine animals to leave the area or be uh, killed off and all that stuff because of you know all the rats will bring disease and they just run rapid and they eat up everything and you know they're just super invasive which is a problem i get that 100 percent uh uh so i understand the logic and wanting to get rid of the rats on this island but <clears throat> they want to poison the rats now they're saying that uh the poison is designed to kill the rats. Uh, there, there is a potential that, you know, other small mammals or birds or whatever will get to the poison. It will kill them too. Uh, but they, they estimate that it'll be a small amount. Where they get the estimate from, I don't know. Uh, but then also, they say that there's a small chance that uh, the poison will be dissolved into the earth and or the water uh, system and then leak out into the ocean. And they say that there's a small chance that it will kill marine life uh, around the island, but it won't be enough poison to cause any uh long-lasting type of effects to the ecology of the island and the you know that that habitat um so as i was reading this article i just called bullshit on all of it i just sat back and i was just reading it like damn these people really think basically dropping a poison bomb on this island a huge uh pellet of rat killer is going to solve the problem and that if it gets into the water system, it's just going to maybe do a little bit of damage and that's it. And I'm like, why why are these people actively just trying to kill us and nobody's doing anything about it or saying anything about it? Uh that don't that, like it just doesn't even sound it doesn't even sound feasible. 
Like, it, it's not even like a good lie. It's not, it doesn't even sound like a good attempt at a lie to say, oh, you know, it's it just, it won't do nothing. It's not going to hurt nobody. And if it does, it's just going to be a small little itty bitty bitty. No, motherfucker. Like, you guys want to drop hella poison on this island to kill these two million rats or whatever it was. Um, and you don't think it's going to have an effect on the other wildlife that's, you know, beyond just a small percentage? Like, what is your definition of a small percentage? Uh, uh, yeah, I just don't see it. And if it gets into the water and in the oceans and all this stuff, like, I don't want to sound like a tree hugger, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, man. Um, there's a lot that's going on on this planet that we know legitimately without a shadow of a doubt that we know, um, is destroying the environment. Global warming is killing this planet and unfortunately we are not doing anything uh in science and and um engineering or anything that is going to give us an out on this planet like it's not like oh light speed is a year away next year we're going to have light speed and then we're going to start doing caravans to the nearest habitable planet. It's already set up. All we just need is people to just hop on the ship and move in. No, that's not that's not there. That that possibility is not on the horizon. Not for another however many years. It's multiple generations, I would assume. But the the rate at which we're destroying the planet is disgusting. Um and we just got reports like this where they're just blatantly going to destroy uh, an island that may have potential to affect the world if they're putting as much poison as they think. And if it's you know widespread as they think, we don't know what that poison is going to do once it really hits the water. They say that it's not going to dissolve in the water, which is another problem. Okay, if it doesn't dissolve in the water, that means it's going to be floating around in the ocean. Then what happens then? Sea turtles going to get that shit in their stomachs. It's going to kill them. They're going to digest it. They're going to start dying. Fish are going to think it's fish food. They're going to start eating that shit. Fish are going to start dying. Dolphins or, you know... The dolphins eat the fish, the whales eat the fish or whatever. They start dying because they're basically poisoning themselves just by doing what they naturally do, which is eating fish. I don't know what these scientists are thinking. Like, how are these smart, dumb motherfuckers, the ones out here making decisions on what's best for anybody? Anybody. These people are literally out here lawless. Uh, just experimenting. That's that's the perfect word. Experimenting, guessing, guessing. This is how we kill. This is how we uh, save this island. 
We saved this island by killing the rats. How are we going to kill the rats? We're going to poison them bitches. Okay. How are we going to poison them? We're going to drop all these pellets everywhere over this island. They're going to eat this shit and it's going to save the island. Oh, there's a chance that it's going to roll into the water systems, spread out over the planet, but it's only going to kill a little bit of fish and it's going to be all right. No, motherfucker. What are you talking about? And nobody's saying anything. Nobody's doing anything to stop these morons. Or like I call them, these smart, dumb motherfuckers that just out here guessing and experimenting and gambling with our lives and our planet. What happens when you get a fucking sardine uh, for the people who like sardines? What if you get a sardine with a fucking rat poison pellet in his goddamn stomach? You know what I'm saying? You eat that shit, now you dying. That shit is not cool, man. Like, come on. Somebody need to do something. Somebody need to say something. Somebody need to be aware of what's going on in this world. There's too many people. Too many people on this planet. I think that's possibly why they doing that shit. Is... They know something bad going to happen and it's going to be, you know, at some point it's possible that humans are going to consume this shit and they're going to die. This is their kind of way of, uh, you know, doing population control or something. I don't know. I'm just getting super out there with the conspiracy theory uh, and I'm, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid that now these people are doing this stuff out in the open and most people don't even care to even look at it. Um, yeah. So just be aware, man. I guess it's a moral of the story. Just be aware of what they're doing and what's going on. Um, let me switch gears off of that because it's kind of depressing. I didn't think that story would depress me as I was talking about it. It kind of depressed me as I was reading it, but as I was talking about it, I didn't think it was going to hit me like that. So I just need to say some funny shit. Um, do farts push the shit out or do shit push the fart out? I don't know. You tell me. Does fart push the shit out or does shit push the fart out? It's like... That's one of those things that we need to figure out because, um, yeah, I think it's important. You know what I mean? I think if we farting and that's going to cause us this shit, we need to um, create something that kind of dampens that because I fart a lot and I'm just realizing I shit a lot too. So I ain't trying to be uh, running to the toilet two, three times a day. You know what I'm saying? I don't got IBS or nothing like that. You know, I normally shit once a day, but there's some days I might hit it twice, but I'll be farting hella. Or does the fart push the shit out? Or does the shit push the fart out, I should say? I don't know. I don't know. If anybody has the answer or has a guess as to what that proper order is that proper equation let me know because i'm still trying to figure it out um <laughs> i saw a report that says a barbary lion cub was uh uh born in a czech zoo 
I say bullshit. If you know what a Barbary lion is, it's it's a lion that uh, they say went extinct like back in the 30s uh, or some shit like that, like super long ago. Um, they haven't been seen in the wild for a long time. And the only ones that they have now are supposedly only in zoos. Um, but they're only partially Barbary lion. I don't know. They, but they calling this one flat out a Barbary lion cub. Um, and I just, I think that's weird. Uh, how do they know that for, for one? And, um, like, if you look at this lion compared to other lions, like the ter- the stereotypical uh, look of a lion, the barbering lion is just different. It has a different type of mane. It, it even looks longer, like they're built longer, uh, whereas a normal lion seems like they're more uh, compact a, a bit uh, with a much more fuller mane and everything. But these were like longer uh, with shorter manes and they just look weird. Um, supposedly, with the little bit of research that I did do on this animal, um, these were the lions because they were they were bigger than normal lions. Uh, these were the lions that the Roman gladiators used to fight uh, in the Colosseum. And um, yeah, they used to do that because they were so big and, and fearsome and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I just, I don't know. I, I hate when people make these claims that, oh, this is the last one. We got it. Like, how the fuck do you know? First of all, how did you even know that that's what that is? You Are you just trying to just call anything something? You know what I mean? Just so you can have the headline for the day? Um, I don't know. We need to look into that. Uh, what What else? I don't got much left. Um, uh, oh, this, you know, I'm, I'm going to make note of this because, you know, it was kind of historic and it was kind of a big deal last week. But um, uh, the young girl, there's a young girl who went to, um, I guess she was on her way to Wimbledon or somewhere. But a 15-year-old defeated Venus Williams. Um, and, you know, it was important because it was a young black girl. It was kind of one of those moments where it was the passing of the torch kind of moment of the next generation is coming. Uh, I'm sure this girl uh, watched both Venus and Serena dominate the sport of tennis and was inspired by them in some way, shape, or form. And... You know, she was matched up against her and beat her flat out. Um, You know, I'm sure Venus didn't pull any punches and she tried her best. But this young 15 year old girl knocked her out and uh, and defeated her. And, um, you know, I think that was uh, important and it's a beautiful moment. And congratulations to her. But I do know that. her very next match, she ended up losing. Uh, so she didn't go super far. But just the fact that there's another young talent out there that is black and, um, you know, just the next generation, that's important to to um, 
highlight because uh, people like that, like Venus and Serena, they they usher that in. And it's important uh, for people to see that, hey, we heard you and look, we followed your blueprint and now we're next up because of you paving the way for us. So I think uh, that's dope. Um, I'm waiting to see the next generation of golfer. Uh, hopefully he doesn't sell out like Tiger Woods did and turn his black on his uh, turn his back on his blackness. Because when Tiger first started, he was super black. And he said, I'm doing this because of historically how black people have been treated by these um, by these uh, golf, these country clubs. And uh, then all that changed and he became uh, very robotic and and <clears throat> and whitewashed in a way. Um, but anyway, that's all I got for this week. I wanted to definitely get a podcast done and then the books. And um, yeah, hopefully again next week, Robbie uh, will be with me and we'll uh, get back to our normal uh, scheduled programming. And uh, yeah, and, and be here to entertain you guys. But beyond that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You learned something. You thought about something. And, uh, yeah, just just be cognizant of what's going on and uh, out there, you know, subliminal messaging and scientists running amok is, you know, basically what's going on. Um, anyway, uh, I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace.